Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. This is Morning Coffee. I'm your host, Vince Taglavia, and this is a show where we discuss the news and events of the morning as it pertains to the financial aspect, U.S. world, World War III, etc. Welcome, everybody. Hope you have your coffee ready and are ready to just jump into the news. It is January 5th, 2023. Another historic day, I think, in the history of the U.S. and the world. Seems like every day is so important, um, especially today, I think. We've got a lot going on. Thank you all for tuning in. Good morning, HFL bullies and everybody else. Hey, Summer. Uh, Grits, Princess, I see you guys. Good morning. Welcome. Let's get into things. What do you say? got a big day ahead of us. I personally can't wait. It's going to be interesting. I'm having a lot of fun watching this all unfold. And um, it's fun, but it's also scary, right? <laughs> so let's just start. Let's just start here. Um, well, let's just talk about what we're expecting for today. Obviously, we're going to have um, a new. Uh, the Speaker of the House is going to be elected, maybe. They are convening at noon Eastern time today, and they will commence with moving forward on that. We'll see where they go. I don't think we'll get one today, but we'll see. Meanwhile, though, that's basically the big thing we're waiting for today, and that'll be later. In a few hours, we'll have more information breaking. But in the meantime, yesterday Biden announced his first U.S.-Mexico border visit. Uh, President Joe Biden indicated he has finally decided to grasp the politically thorny issue of illegal immigration, announcing a speech on Thursday, followed by a visit to the troubled U.S.-Mexico border itself likely next week. He said, quote, I'm going to make a speech tomorrow on border security. <laughs> In addition to the address, Biden said earlier that the, for the first time, time since taking office two years ago he will visit the border probably on the sidelines of an already planned trip to mexico next week he said that's my intention we're working out the details now okay it was not immediately clear whether he would go on the border which is more than 1900 miles long biden is traveling monday to mexico city for a north american leaders summit alongside his canadian and mexican counterparts the Biden administration has often appeared to want to avoid the exceptionally complex issue, which multiple presidents have failed to resolve. The U.S. economy relies heavily on immigrant labor. However, uncontrolled migration over the long Mexican border, including large numbers of asylum seekers and also illegal crossers sneaking across often dangerous terrain, has strained the system beyond repair. Even Biden administration officials talk of broken of a broken immigration system. So interestingly enough, this comes out yesterday and we saw Trump just within the last hour post this message on Truth Social. Um, 
So let's see what Trump has to say. And I don't think this is a coincidence. I don't believe in quinkadinks. Um, let's see if I could just do a little, oh, uh-oh. Here we go. Sorry about that, you guys. I have a little, little mix-up here. Here we go. Fentanyl, heroin, meth, and other lethal drugs are pouring across our wide-open border, stealing hundreds of thousands of beautiful American lives. And it's happening like never before in our history. Children are being left without parents. Families are being ripped apart. Communities are being decimated. Our neighbors and fellow citizens are having their entire worlds destroyed. Destroyed like nobody thought possible. Our country is being poisoned from within by the drugs and by all of the other crime that's taking place. The drug cartels are waging war on America, and it's now time for America to wage war on the cartels. In this war, Joe Biden has sided against the United States and with the cartels. They are making more money than they've ever made before, times 10. There's never been anything like it. They're major, major companies. They're bigger than even some of our biggest companies. Biden's open border policies are a deadly betrayal of our nation. When I am president, it will be the policy of the United States to take down the cartels, just as we took down ISIS and the ISIS caliphate, and just as, unlike the situation we're in today, we had a very, very strong border, the strongest border, in fact, in the history of our country. And drugs were at a low of 45 years. There's been nothing like what we did just two years ago. We will show no mercy on the cartels. Every day, drug traffickers are using the waters of our region to ship their lethal poisons to America, killing so many of our people and ruining families. In addition to restoring strong border security, I will deploy all necessary military assets, including the U.S. Navy, to impose the full naval embargo on the cartels. I did that before, and it worked. What we did was incredible. We will guarantee that the waters of the Western Hemisphere are not used to traffic illicit drugs to our country. Furthermore, I will order the Department of Defense to make appropriate use of special forces, cyber warfare, and other overt and covert actions to inflict maximum damage on cartel leadership, infrastructure, and operations. I will designate the major cartels as foreign terrorist organizations. We will sever their access to global financial systems. I will also work to forge an unprecedented partnership with neighboring governments in our region, just like I did in Mexico. And remember, in Mexico alone, an estimated 100,000 civilians have been tragically murdered or gone missing at the hands of these cartels. The Mexican government, run by a very fine man, the president, is really working hard, but it's not working out. These cartels are vicious, and they're violent, and they have Mexico for now stymied. But we have to help Mexico, and we have to stymie the cartels. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption 
that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign, and it is indeed brutal. Finally, as I have said before, I will ask Congress to pass legislation ensuring that drug smugglers and human traffickers receive the death penalty. The drug cartels and their allies in the Biden administration have the blood of countless millions on their hands. Millions and millions of families and people are being destroyed. When I'm back in the White House, the drug kingpins and vicious traffickers will never sleep soundly again. We did it once, and we did it better than anybody else. There's never been a better border than we had just two years ago. It was strong, it was powerful, and it was respected all over the world. And now we're laughed at all over the world. And we're not going to let that happen much longer. We have to take over. We have to be tough. We have to be smart. We have to be fair. But if we don't do something immediately, our country is gone. Okay. Coincidence? No. So here we have Biden saying he's going to the Mexican border and uh, having meetings with Mexico and Canada. And then Trump posts this video just about, you know, less than an hour ago on truth. And if you were listening closely, you might have noticed that Trump said that the leader of the cartels is the president. Is he talking about the president of Mexico? I think by inferring and listening to the whole thing, I think he's talking about Brandon, drooling, drooler in chief, being the leader of these cartels. And then he then declares war on the cartels and basically saying either you guys go down voluntarily or I'm exposing the whole thing and forcing you down when I'm president. Really interesting Oh my gosh, this is huge. This is really, really just just blew my mind. I just saw it, obviously, as all of us are, because it was just re released by Trump. But that is fascinating. Holy moly. Um, such confusing stuff going on in the world. I don't, it's, it's wild. Let's look at more here. Elon Musk came out this morning on Twitter and said that Kevin McCarthy should be speaker. You know, it really makes you wonder, what are what are we missing where everybody who has their heads on tight and seems to be really ethical and and paying attention to all these the corruption, they don't want Kevin McCarthy as speaker. You have people like Gosar and and a few others, I think about twenty people voting against McCarthy, essentially blocking McCarthy from becoming speaker over the last three days. Probably going to continue to block him today. Um, but you have people like Elon Musk, who a lot of people trust, not me, because I don't trust anybody, but Elon Musk saying Kevin McCarthy should be speaker. Um, Donald Trump saying Kevin McCarthy should be speaker. And then later, some fake messages came out from Trump saying uh, he's he's ditching McCarthy and, and wants someone else. That was fake. So be careful with what we see out there. Um, try to validate things. But I was tricked by that thing first right off the bat. I saw that. I was like, oh my gosh. And then I looked and I was like, oh, it's fake. Damn it. So be careful with what you're, what you're uh, sharing and looking at and make sure if you make a mistake, re redact it, redact it. We got to be careful to stay on the truth. And there's so much disinformation out there. It's, it's, uh, it's huge. Fox News is 
letting everybody down once again. If them calling the election, the stolen election early, wasn't enough a couple years ago, well, here they are now. Let's check this out. Fox News is going the way of all the other fake news organizations. Fox News anchors are calling people insurrectionists if they don't support Kevin McCarthy for speaker. They could discuss ways to get around. Uh, let's see if we could get a little bit of louder audio for you guys. They could discuss ways to get around this and try to come together today at, at noon. Right, but here's the thing. If you pick Jim, just how insincere the insurrectionists are, we might, probably shouldn't use that word, the people that don't want to vote for Kevin McCarthy. They would disagree with that right. Saboteur. Saboteur. So, he, this, so if you pick... They could discuss ways to get around this and try to come together. Wow. Yeah, he called people who don't want Kevin McCarthy in insurrectionists and saboteurs oh maybe i shouldn't call them that that's so controversial yeah you shouldn't call them that. are you kidding me this is crazy so i think this might evolve into something akin to january 6th not that i'm saying there's going to be a fbi coup uh I, I guess there could be but i think that this is going to be seen as a huge threat to the cabal a huge threat to the swamp um, and it's interesting that you have people like Elon Musk and Trump saying, no, we want McCarthy, we want McCarthy. It's like, I don't know what we're not seeing, why they want that, but it doesn't seem like the right move. And a lot of everyday average Joes like me are on that same page. You just, you know, go to Twitter, go to Facebook, go to your neighbor and talk to people. People don't want McCarthy in there. He's a rhino for F's sake, right? So it's really interesting. We're going to see how this goes today. I can't wait for these to kick off, and I'll be multitasking, listening, and probably posting on Twitter as this goes um, to the best of my ability. Man, days are so busy. I think we're all multitasking. It, uh, most of you are probably multitasking right now. You're like, i got to hear the news, and also I need to bring a paycheck in. I'm working, or I need to take care of the kids. I'm making their lunches for the day, or whatever, right? Or if you're like Lisa, you're taking the kids to the pool. And, you know, whatever you do when you listen, that's your, it's your prerogative. I'm not judging. I love you all equal. Yeah, Tom Tom, 99.999% corrupt. I, I don't know what the hell is going on. Riser said Don and Elon will never support the Dems, but Riser, McCarthy is a Dem to me, right? To, I feel that way. Maybe I'm off target there. Let me know, but I feel like this is just kind of weird. Let me know your thoughts on that. It's very strange, and I'm not saying, you know, maybe there's something, like I said, there's might be something I'm not seeing, maybe a deal was made, da 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 but this is an interesting dynamic of the speaker, is that if it doesn't go their way, McCarthy doesn't get in, is the alternative actually worse, and we don't see that outcome? But, unfortunately, people are so awake, it's, they're not letting it happen yet. And I'm not, you know, it's really an interesting dynamic, so, um, I think it's a wild card. If they don't get McCarthy in there, uh, it's going to be wild. And just so you know, it wasn't, I think it was like 1853 or the, it was in the 1800s um, when this happened. Well, the first time this happened where they didn't elect speaker on the first vote was in 1923, 100 years ago. And um, they were able to get someone in after that. About 50 years prior to that, in the 1850s, I believe, this happened again, where they did not elect a Speaker of the House. They went 
I think they had 90 they had 90 votes until they got one and they were they weren't in business for like two or three months it took them to elect a speaker so this just can continue for a very long time and they won't be getting paid they won't be doing any anything they'll just be voting they'll just be trying to resolve that so it's a really interesting thing who knows how long this could go on maybe we could break that record and go for months without a speaker who knows maybe that's part of this plan i don't know you know but the plan the plan comes to uh people's mind when they're talking about politics a lot and marjorie taylor green was absolutely roasted by conservatives on twitter because she is another one who came out and was saying you know let's get kevin mccarthy in there i'm paraphrasing she didn't say that but she's vouching for kevin mccarthy and she's saying there's no plan or she's shit on the plan the plan and um, it was an interesting thing to see from Marjorie Taylor Greene. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene is getting lambasted for shilling on behalf of Rhino Kevin McCarthy, who has been rejected in six different votes by Republican congressmen in his bid for House Speaker. She appeared on War Room with Steve Bannon to defend her diehard support for McCarthy. She said... If anyone thinks that this is the hill to die on, they're absolutely wrong. In one of Green's unhinged pro-McCarthy posts on Twitter, she said, We're on day two of the same Never Kevin, and the same Never Kevin group is now on their third speaker candidate. People are truly beginning to realize they have no plan, and they are sick and tired of trust the plan. That's a complete secret and never produces results. Um, yeah, she also said, and here's just people talking crap. Josh Barnett said, we are the plan, not establishment swamp McCarthy. And Josh Barnett of Arizona, um, is spot on right there. That's exactly what, what, what goes through my head. The plan, the plan, I don't care what their plan is. I don't care what, you know, I don't care. What really matters is the people's plan collectively, whatever that is, that's what goes, all right, as far as we could push it through a constitutional uh, republic. So the plan, I'll tell you what, there is a plan because I write things down here on my notepad on my desk and I plan shit. There's the plan for you. If you say there's not a plan, what the, f what the hell is that? I, I mean, maybe I'm missing something there too, but tell you what there's a plan um so i thought that was really really interesting um a lot of people talking crap proud army brat said wrong people are proud that 20 reps don't want the same thing tiring status quo in congress of which you seem to have morphed into you should notice you've lost a lot of support a lot why is it all in for Kevin? Um, more funding for Ukraine and backing of the World Economic Forum? I just don't get it. Rhino much? You sold out, Marjorie. Marjorie. Wow. Another day and you're being ratioed again. People are beginning to realize you lack awareness and discernment. They're sick and tired of watching you support someone for speaker that never produces results. Just one after another. 
Big League Politics has reported on MTG throwing her Freedom Caucus colleagues under the bus because of their refusal to support Rhino McCarthy for Speaker. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene is up in arms about her colleagues in the House Freedom Caucus opposing Rhino Kevin McCarthy's bid for House Speaker. Greene is angry because of House Freedom Caucus members attempting to negotiate more conservatives in key leadership positions in the new GOP-run Congress. She feels left out and claims she has done nothing has not done anything similar despite her constant shilling for McCarthy. MTG may have thought she was really clever cutting a deal with Rhino McCarthy, but her scamming has backfired. Her scheming has backfired. Now she uh, is on an island and being upstaged more uh, upstaged by her more principled counterparts. MTG may never recover her lost credibility from this massive blunder. Um, it's really interesting. Um, it's not for me. Look, I think she's wrong on this. Maybe, like I said, maybe there's something I'm not seeing. But if you follow ethics and logic, McCarthy's not the one. So what the hell is there that I'm not seeing with these people who seemingly were great people, ethical, have their mind in the right places, want the right things for the people of our country? Why are they doing this? Is this kind of like a reverse psychology thing? Because look, me personally, I'm not going to put blind faith into a politician and and be like, I'm trusting you. Okay, yeah, 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 I trust you. No, I don't trust anybody. I'm going with my gut, and that's it, and that's that. And if that's the demise of our country, I, that's a real shame. But it doesn't seem logical to go any other way than with your gut, right? What do you guys think? Is Marjorie right here? What the hell is going on? So crazy. Um, and then, uh, Lauren Boebert is one of the people who is against McCarthy and Sean Hannity was being a dick to her as well. We have that clip. With reaction is Congresswoman Boebert. Now, Congresswoman, let me, let me, you tweet, uh, town hall quoted you today saying, the president, you said complimentary things about President Trump, needs to tell Kevin McCarthy that, sir, you do not have the votes. It's time to withdraw. Let me turn the tables, Congresswoman. Kevin McCarthy has 202, three votes. Your side has 20. So if I'm going to use your words and your methodology and your math, uh, isn't it time for you to pack it in and your side to pack it in, considering he has over 200 and you have 20? Sean, I understand the frustration. I promise you, but I'm not um, frustrated. He does you didn't not answer have the votes, and we are hearing, we I'm are not, hearing I'm from many frustrated. people who are still voting with Kevin McCarthy. You're not answering my question. of what we're doing and they're cheering us on so there are more for us than are against us and they are waiting for kevin to cave okay. um you know the american people are certainly frustrated by i'm Go frustrated ahead. by you not answering a direct question you said to president trump you you said earlier today that president okay. trump needs to tell and kevin, kevin McCarthy, mccarthy you don't have the votes to come up Hold with a consensus candidate to elect a can speaker of the house you don't have the votes and it's time to withdraw he has 203, your side has 20. Why is it time for him to withdraw and not you when he has so many more votes? 
Well, Sean, he needs 218, and he does not have 218. We've been trying Neither to work this you. out in private, as you said, for months. But Kevin McCarthy didn't even want to listen to us until his disappointing midterms. We all want a unified party. But this isn't chaos. It's a functioning constitutional republic. When everything is said and done, okay, I like uh, House show. Republicans will be stronger and better prepared to lead than we ever have before. I believe that this read? is what our founding fathers intended. And okay. this is showing Yesterday that you our voted. votes are working. Our votes aren't just in a, a cast. Congresswoman, I'd ask you not to filibuster. Yesterday you voted and Jim Jordan was your choice. Uh <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. Lauren, props to you for going on to the fake news to try to get your word out there while under attack from this crazy established media scam. You know, Sean Hannity, why anybody, I mean, I guess they get a few views by some of the demographic that don't see shows like this, but um, <laughs> What a jerk, man. I'm not angry. I'm not angry. And she's like, McCarthy doesn't have 218 votes. And he said, neither do you. Like a little kid, man. Ridiculous. Fake news is so tremendously a letdown. It's not even funny. Yeah, you don't like Hannity. That's okay. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to like Hannity. I, Fox News, man. I know as soon as that election was stolen and they sat on their hands, it was a, that was a dead giveaway, right? Yeah. If it wasn't known before that, that they are also fake news, it's known now. Um, I will say that they do some better coverage than fake news, other fake news agencies. But I think that's just a ploy to keep a couple of viewers while they also spread propaganda and control the narrative and control the people. Um, speaking of fake news, we've got first on CNN, probably the fakest news out there. Biden is to honor 12 people with Presidential Citizens Medal on two-year anniversary of January 6th insurrection. So now it's a ceremonial day for the illegitimate Biden regime, where they think it's going to be a good idea to give to honor 12 people with medals on the anniversary of January 6th. The FBI, the FBI led. President Joe Biden on Friday plans to mark the two-year anniversary of the January 6th so-called so insurrection by awarding, for the first time in his presidency, the Presidential Citizens Medal to 12 people. These individuals include law enforcement officers who were injured defending the Capitol, a Capitol police officer who died the day after rioters stormed the building, and election workers who rejected efforts by former President Donald Trump to overturn the results of the 2020 election. Bah, 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 bah. Good for you. Okay. Wow. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. I wonder if they're going to give... Wait, am I muted? Not muted. Officers who were injured. Texas Bear. Uh, it seems fine on my end. Is, can you guys give me a 5-5? Five five? Can you hear me? Am I okay? Am I? Am I, am I doing good? All right. Well, you guys, I went for that. Dad of the Corn said, love your shows. Thank you so much, Dad of the Corn. That's a pretty cool name. 5-5, uh, five, five, everybody, can you hear me? 5-5, five, five, thank you, Lisa. Uh, Texas Bear, I don't know what to tell you. Apparently, you can't hear me. Okay. I think I'm okay. All right. We're going to move on. 
Um, dang, I totally lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Um, oh yeah, I wonder if they're going to give a medal to the guy who uh, shot that what woman. What was her name? At the at the Capitol, the only person who was actually attacked and shot and killed um, by that by that officer. So sad. I'm obviously being I'm just being facetious, but um, very interesting. Oh, maybe I was muted earlier for a second. Texas Bear. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about other news as we actually. Uh, they're convening right now. It's going to take them a minute to get started and get their first round of votes in, but we'll definitely be tuning into that. Um, but I want to get to this news first. The first little bit of it I'm not worried about missing, so I'll tune in here probably in about a half hour or 45 minutes uh, personally, but maybe at the end of the show we could go over it. But there's some things I wanted to talk about other than this. Um, Californians, I hope you're safe out there. A state of emergency has been declared as that bomb cyclone smashes into California. Thousands are without power after multiple transformers have exploded. I've got clips of that happening. And I have a thought on this. I mean, is this normal? I mean, have things always been so explody with, with storms? Doesn't even look, does it look that stormy out there and things are just exploding like that? Seriously, I think this might have some, uh, I think there's a bigger story here than just this. Here's more video. It's not even that stormy. It's not even that stormy, and these things are just absolutely exploding and sparking and breaking. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but when I was growing up, I don't remember seeing this kind of stuff. Maybe once in a while, you might see some crazy thing happen where, you know, some there's an electric, an electric accident, and uh, power goes out. But a, a storm where there's seemingly nothing going on. And things are just exploding like this. This is weird. Maybe it's not weird, and I'm just a conspiracy theorist, but it doesn't seem normal to me. It's very odd. So, you guys, I hope anybody who's affected by this gets power quickly, promptly, and can get back to their normal lives. But, uh, wow, so weird to me. I think that it might have to do with the Chinese parts across all of our infrastructure. I think they sent us some faulty clips and some faulty snaps and some faulty washers and some faulty screws, if you know what I'm saying, or probably, you know, more technological hacks than that, uh, probably circuit boards and whatnot, but I'm just a little suspicious, you know. We saw it with the Texas, right? Texas. Why did, why did Trump want to get the Chinese parts out of our infrastructure? You, you have to ask yourself these things. World War Three, uh, things are really um, getting hot over there. Um, and News Punch reported that the U.S. forces are secretly planning an all-out war with Russia. Allegedly, I don't know. Probably, I would hope so, with how tense things are. I don't want to see war. I think we should see peace, but obviously you want to prepare for everything. So I hope not, man. But let's see what else we got here. Uh, President Vladimir Putin orders an army 
orders army to observe a 36-hour ceasefire in Ukraine from noon January 6th to midnight January 7th to recognize the Orthodox Christmas Day. And then we have Erdogan urging unilateral Ukraine ceasefire in talks with Putin as well. So he's like, yeah, guys, come on, let's do this. Ceasefire, a little peace, you know, for the holiday. Is it a trick? I don't know. But they're calling for that. And I don't think it's going to happen. But we'll see. I mean, it's an interesting development there. Could be a trick. Could be just... Could be not a trick. I don't know. But we have here as well South Korea, North Korea. This, I think, could be the point. I think South Korea. I think um, China. Actually, North Korea, I think, is going to be framed. And I think that is going to start a larger conflict here. Where more countries get involved because we see this headline here and other headlines in the past but this headline from insider paper reads south korea's military confirmed on thursday a north korean drone had breached the key no-fly zone around the presidential office so south korea is just like yeah there was a drone by our presidential office hello you know, one big key figure like a president of South Korea being targeted in this war will start a huge conflict, um, a larger conflict. Yasha said winds are blowing and lines are crossing. Okay, that makes total sense. Thank you very much. Um, this is creepy. I uh, missed last night's show. Josh may have mentioned it, but... Strangesounds.org ended up picking up the story after it broke yesterday. At least broke to me. I hadn't seen this before. BVAX, U.S. approves the use of the world's first vaccine for honeybees. In other words, they found a new way to put chemicals in our bodies without most people realizing it. They want to vaccinate the honeybees. This is crazy. Um, not a good idea. Um... They need to stop. They need to stop immediately. And then on the health front here, despite the absence of evidence, governments want us to mask up again. Why? All within the space of two weeks, governments and health authorities across the world are preparing the public to reintroduce their beloved COVID measures. From France to India, the message is the same. Wear masks. We've heard it here, but we've been here before. We know the evidence is not on their side. So why are they doing this? It's psychological warfare. It's control. It's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. And I don't do masks. So too bad. We have Joe Rogan speaking some truth over on his podcast. We have a seven-minute clip. I'll go ahead and post this seven-minute clip on the social red pill if you guys want to see the longer clip. Or you could go look, listen to his whole podcast, not a sponsor. But I do have a shorter clip with Joe Rogan and Brett Weinstein, and they're talking about health. And this is big because a lot of people listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, and he has a pretty good track record despite what the fake news might say. Let's listen. Because that was the narrative at the beginning of the pandemic. We need more ventilators. We need more ventilators. And I must say that there is a part of me that is increasingly revisiting that chapter. And 
I, I, you can hear me hesitating to say this, but one of the effects of the deployment of these ventilators and the fact that it killed people was that it elevated our collective sense of how dangerous the pathogen was. Mm. And that fear was a big part of how we were sold on the rest of it. Because that was the narrative at the beginning of the pandemic. A little bit of truth about ventilators there. Good. Tell the truth. Um, and then we have the WHO going against China. I wonder what's going on here because it seems strange. I think a little bit of disarray within these organizations and countries. The WHO says that China data underrepresents COVID surge and deaths. So the WHO is not happy with how China is presenting data regarding COVID. Interesting, huh? Very interesting. I think this is uh, indication that things are kind of falling apart and they're not able to control countries as they need to. The WHO trying to be a global leader for health that undermines any type of government and supersedes any kind of authority in the world. Um, they have no place in the U.S. or other countries for that matter. But they have a problem with China. Interesting. I think this is the multiple heads of the Hydra theory coming to light in a headline of an article um, where they don't have full control. You know, and they just say China. They don't say... They don't give us details to really know what the heck's going on. But I think that's good news that the Who's not happy with that. You know, and I think that's a probably an unpopular opinion. People who believe that this is a serious health matter might say, no, we need to know who has COVID and everyone needs to take a test every minute of every day and mask up and we need to know and they're killing people. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I think we should just, you know, leave COVID in the past, believe the mask for real use, like when you're, you know, protecting yourself from real contaminants and use masks for things that are more logical, like painting. Um, I don't know, you know, anyway, the, the logic with this whole COVID thing is it isn't there and people know it's bullshit. Let's look at some of the hypocrisy here. You can't ask someone, you can't ask if someone was vaccinated when they die, that's personal. But when they get on a bus, eat at a restaurant, go to a doctor, visit elderly relatives in care homes, have a workout, watch a movie, apply for a job, rent a home, buy a car, that's different. Yeah, that's different. Don't ask if they just died, if they're vaccinated, that's personal, that's uncalled for. But anything you wanna do, we're going to ask you. Remember when they did that? And they're probably going to do it again. It's crazy. Tell them kick rocks. Nunya. All right. Um, and we'll end here on finance. We have tech layoffs coming. Amazon to fire 18,000 employees. Amazon to fire 18,000 employees. That's quite a bit. We have Canada. Canada court approves a class action lawsuit alleging discrimination in Facebook ads. It's nonsense. There are not enough gay people, not enough black people, not enough minorities. Okay, whatever. Just a way to squeeze money out of Facebook, but all right, go for it. And this is pretty great. Cardi B, you know, this, this 
economic state that we're in right now is affecting a lot of us, right? Some of us are doing very well, and I give you props. If you could turn a shitty situation into a positive, do it. But Cardi B is having a hard time with this economy. And she went to Twitter to let us know. Cardi B slams Biden over inflation. Rapper says grocery prices have tripled and is outraged. Lettuce now costs $7. Cardi B. Oh my gosh. So while, while the wealthy rapper does not specifically name the president, she angrily demands anybody that is responsible to bring the prices down immediately. The rapper, 30, 30 years old, revealed on Wednesday that she budgets every week to avoid being broke to despite her $62 million net worth. Oh, my God. She urged officials to address the crisis, especially for the middle and lower class who might not be able to afford the soaring prices. When I go to the effing supermarket, I'm seeing that everything tripled up. That's like lettuce was $2 a couple months ago, and now it's like effing $7, the rapper said in a video posted to Twitter. And I have a big platform, so I do want anybody that is responsible for these effing prices to put that S the F down. Ugh, just ridiculous. Um, her post came across my timeline on Twitter last yesterday, and I was just like, what the hell are you talking about? Just absolute insanity with these celebrities. Um, the way they go about things is just weird, and it's not normal. Um... This was breaking before, like, or as this was a little while ago. Somebody uh, texted this to me, but apparently, moving on here, just going back to fake news stuff. <laughs> CNN is hiring former Representative Adam Kinsinger as a political commentator. Crybaby Kissinger is joining the failed CM uh, Commie News Network. That'll be cool. Wow, can you believe this? Oh my gosh, here we go. What a shit show, everybody. Welcome to Wonderland, everybody. Still thick with nonsense. Um, use the links in the description if you're interested in preparing and supporting the Red Pill Project uh, as you search out to buy gold and silver or buy stuff from my Patriot Supply. We appreciate that. Using those links helps us out tremendously. Thank you, Lisa, for the ice cream donation. I appreciate that. You guys do help us keep this party going. Uh, here at the Red Pill Project, the Red Pill family is the driving force behind making it happen. So thank you all so much for your continuous support. You can find me and Josh and Andrea and everybody else here in the Red Pill family over at the Social Red Pill. Just go to www.socialredpill.com and you can join for free. doesn't cost you a dime unless you want to. You can get a subscription and support us further, but just go and join for free. That's perfectly fine www.socialredpill.com and we'd love to see you there so everybody let's move on with our days i'll keep track of what's being posted over there on the social red pill app and on twitter and everywhere as the day goes on and things break we'll be live again tonight at 5 30 p.m pacific time uh 8 30 p.m eastern time with joshua reed and the daily dose uh everybody have a great day thank you for tuning in i appreciate you very much God bless and God speed.